Are you live yet? Yes, I am live. Oh. <laughs> I told go. you going live. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little, bit, little bit of pre-show discussion. Why not? Because um, I don't want to play any songs right now because of all this stuff going down with Twitch and anything like that. That just sounds like it'd be a bad move to do anything that's not involving a game soundtrack or anything like that. That's about the only thing that they're letting people get away with these days, which we'll talk about later. Um, yep. But it, it, it is insane how all of this is happening and stuff like that. I can't. I if there's any one thing I would say that I would like Twitch to do is just be a little bit more community, like like more open with people. yeah, like communicate a little better. That's, that's the one thing I think that uh, that. Partners are also looking for looking for too. So we'll get into that. How you been? I've I've been pretty good. I've uh been I've been re- trying to replay uh all of uh old remedies old games before I get into AWE here. So uh, I beat Alan Wake and I've been replaying Quantum Break, which is you know I get to play that game again. Woohoo! <laughs> You don't seem too thrilled about that one. Yeah, it's not their best game ever. Fair, I've never really played it's any of their games, game. so. But yeah, uh, I've been watching people's Xboxes reveals and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> pretty exciting. I was like, I, I kind of wish I had one, but yeah. You know. I logged on. I, I every time I logged into Twitch, it was like, "Hey, go to the game Twitch gaming thing right now, and you can watch everybody just open up Xboxes and stuff like that." I'm like, "Thanks, thanks for reminding us that all of the people that don't have Xboxes can't get Xboxes." Thanks, Twitch. Thank you very much. I love that. I adore it. Please, thank you. <laughs> Not that I was going to get an Xbox anyway, but I'm sure there's people yeah. who were just that went on Twitch that day and were like, "Thanks, thanks for rubbing salt in the wound." That was me, basically. <laughs> Yep. So there was that. And then what is it? PS5 launches tomorrow, doesn't it? Oh, yep. That's exciting. Yeah. Evan, Evan says he has a plan for, for uh, what he's going to do. What's his plan? Apparently Walmart's being is going to be stocking PlayStation 5s on their website for every like two hours starting oh. at like one o'clock. And I'm like, good luck to you. <laughs> that's yep. all I can say. It's just good luck. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's that's all I gotta say about that. Good good luck to you, friends. <laughs> Hope everything works out. Exactly. All right, I guess we should start this bad boy, shouldn't we? We're like three minutes in now. Yeah, aren't isn't a uh, GameStop also doing a thing where on Black Friday they're gonna have like two per store or something like that? Probably. I don't. I haven't looked at any Black uh, Black Friday deals yet. Uh, no. You think I got all that money to walk around around with? No, I don't. So I want a PS5 though. You know what is really funny is everyone's like, "Oh yeah, PS5 time, PS5 time, PS5." I'm buying a PS4, bro. This is the best time to be buying PS4. Because <laughs> everyone's like trading in I their mean, things. Yeah, they're trading. They're trading in their PlayStations, their PlayStation Fours, and getting their PS Five. So that basically, you know, Game Stops or I don't even know if Best Buy is doing it or something like that. They get all these PS Fours. They're like, "What are we gonna do with these?" And I'm like, "I'll take them for your off your hands for like two hundred bucks, maybe." And they're like, "Sold." 
So that's that you know that's the life of a PC gamer. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, basically. yeah, we're basically like yeah, our PCs are pretty nice, but we're always like one gen behind the consoles because it's just like I really am only getting the PS4 for like uh, Spider Man, uh, Persona Five, God of War, just all the games I can't play on my PC because Sony is only go is only on their console. Whereas Xbox is uh, Xbox and Microsoft are just like here, have everything on whatever you want to play, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah, not that I play many many uh, Xbox. Games. I guess I, I I guess I kind of like. I think we were, we were talking about playing uh, Halo. Uh, so I got the Master Chief Collection. I have owned that yeah. game, and I've only played Reach for probably about two hours. That's about oh, it. Geez. <laughs> <laughs> just kills you to know that doesn't it yeah <laughs> it's fine uh, anyway i think it's funny that you mentioned that you're only getting the uh ps4 to play spider-man god of war all those ga- persona 5 all those games that you can't get on the um pc because those are my exact reasons for buy- wanting a ps5 <laughs> <laughs> i want to play miles morales and i i guess hey you can play that on the ps4 you can, you can. I want to play the pretty one, though. I mean, it'll look pretty pretty on PS4. I'm just gonna say it right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> Are we doing? I, so I don't know how much you listen to like podcasts and stuff like that, but we're we're kind of doing like the thing that uh, if you ever you ever watch uh, or if you ever listen to uh, it's, it's the it's a podcast called Fuckface. Actually, it's it's Bleepface, and it's uh, Jeff Ramsey, Gavin Free, and Andrew Panton just talking about the random shit that they do basically to each other and to like themselves and stuff like it is hilarious. And they do this thing after, at the beginning of every podcast where they just don't do an intro until like 20 minutes in because they're just like, if you found this, you clearly know who we are. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's how I feel right now. It's like, you know, we're, we're approaching six and a half minutes in and, I, and I, we haven't done the intro. And I, I kind of want to keep keep it going, but at the same time, I feel like we should do one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get the intro going. All right, fine. <sighs> you convinced me. Hello, and welcome everyone to that's just gamer talk episode uh, twenty one. I want to say. About, I don't know. Probably sounds about right. It's a number. It's a number. Yeah, it's a number. So. I'm the gamer one two four. Uh, Join with you is my co-host Tom Cruise can't lose. Hey, hey. We talk in video games, as you would probably figure out from the title. But hey, that's the thing. So don't. It, it, it's funny because I, I say we're talking video games, but we're um, there's a few things that aren't necessarily video game related, but the platform that actually we're streaming on <laughs> and stuff like that. So hey. So, yeah. So I guess, uh, you, you know, Mass Effect. That that's a game series that's still relevant these days, right? Yep. So uh, yeah, it's getting. Uh, what is it? Games one, two, and three are being remastered on the Legendary Edition, coming twenty twenty one. What is it next year? Yes. Or is it this holiday. Nope. Oh, okay. They said twenty. It's a twenty twenty one in the trailer. So, what's up? Slap the bacon. What's up? We're talking Mass Effect. 
Have you ever played any of the Mass Effect games, the Gamer One Two Four? I have never played any of the Mass Effect games. It was one of those, one of the, another one of those game series that just went whoosh, right over my head. Went right over you. Pretty much. <laughs> Literally, I, I could look up and I'm like, oh man, I didn't even know what Mass Effect was probably until like, I don't know, two, two, three, four years ago, something like that. Yeah. I think Andromeda was fine. It got too much shit. Agreed. You know what's funny is Andromeda is not in this Legendary Edition. Which I think is kind of funny. It's fine. It's same re- same as how uh, Halo 5 is in the Master Chief Collection. That's true. Which is also kind of weird, but... You but know, it's, doesn't it's Halo not 5 it. not necessarily involve Master Chief? No, he's the main character. Why the fuck isn't it in the? I don't. You know what? I don't know. I think it's because it came afterwards. But sure, let's go with that. Maybe, maybe they'll add it. Who knows? Maybe. Dude, nice. You got a PS Five. Fuck. <laughs> That's pretty hype. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I just find it funny that Andromedan's not in there. But uh. Chief's one of the one of the two protagonists. Uh, yeah, I've never really I, again never played Halo. Really, I played two hours of Reach, and that was about it. That's fine. We'll get you more into Halo before Infinite comes out. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, maybe we're we'll, talking about we're talking about Mass Effect. We're talking about Mass Effect. Uh. So yeah, Dramedy's not in the game. It's not really surprising. But at the same time, I don't really know the story. And what you, from what you're saying is, it was like, it wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't a good game. I remember just seeing like the faceless life models, basically that look at you or look at each other and stuff like that. I remember there was like people memeing that the the faces were like, "My dad just died," <laughs> and just smiling. And I'm like, "Uh, okay." Yeah, it, there was there were quite a few different technical issues with Andromeda when it first came out. It's not, it's not related to the other three. That's true. It's not part of the main trilogy. It's a it's a reboot or whatever. A reboot that didn't work apparently. No, like God knows where where they're gonna go with Mass Effect Four or whatever. Yeah, and it, it was it, it was interesting too because uh you know we were talking we were talking before we started the stream. Is like what the hell is Bioware working on? Like, so are, are they? Are they? Is this like a remaster? Um, is this? Is, is well, obviously this is just, well, it's, it's not. It's a remaster. It's not a remake. They they clearly specified that it is is just the remaster. So are they? They're working on this remaster. Then there are rumors that they're working on another uh, uh, Mass Effect game. No, like a new they're one. They're not rumors. Like with the announcement of this mass, uh, this Mass Effect like um, like remake or whatever or remaster. Remaster. Sorry. Uh, they came out and said, "Yeah, we're working on a new Mass Effect." But earlier they came out and said, "Yeah, they're working on Dragon Age Four. And even before that, they said they're gonna go back and try and, you know, fix or remake Anthem. So God knows what product are actually working on over there if you if even they know what the fuck they're doing it's... right no is this where i need to 
you ever, do you ever watch uh, Inside Gaming where there when I, then there was a bunch of when a, uh, Anthem was new at all? You ever watch oh, those what? guys? When Anthem was like the, a new game out at the time, where they were getting like a bunch of headlines. Oh yeah, like, like Anthem alarm! <laughs> Whenever they talk about Anthem, because they had like so many stories in a row where it was just talk about Anthem, talk about Anthem. So they're like, let's make a joke out of it. Anthem alarm! <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, it, it's very interesting. I was like, man, Bioware went from, you know, just working on Anthem to not, or Anthem. And then when Anthem kind of flopped, they were like, yeah, we're going to remaster this. But we're also going to be working on Dragon Age 4. And now we're working on a new Mass Effect. And I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> Pick a struggle. Right. I feel. I feel like... Dragon Age is going to be a huge determination of how people will look at this new Mass Effect game that'll come out after. I, I would assume afterwards. <laughs> uh, whatever game Bioware puts out after this remaster is going to determine their future as a company. I think. Oh yeah, like in the past, EA has shown that they're willing to just just slap, just like, hey, you're done. I mean, I think they'll hang on to the IPs. And oh yeah, they'll hang on to the IPs, but they're like make somebody. But the, uh, but the studio themselves. The studios themselves will be gone, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was working on a spinoff game. of one of the PS5 launch titles. Which one? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, the, only, uh, the only games that I could think of when it comes to launch titles are Astro's Playroom, Demon's Souls... <laughs> You got got. You got got. <laughs> oh. Good podcast, boys. Wait, you did it. <laughs> and he's out of there. Oh man, you know, that was that was a good that was a good one. Uh, the Max Effect is a Bugsnax spinoff. Oh man! <laughs> All right, that was that was good. I I have to admit that was good. It was a good one. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> uh, you know, I I feel like we can move on to our next topic and uh. Okay. Uh, so. You know, this has been a thing that's kind of been going about recently, a lot, like even hearing a lot about it recently, but the D uh, Twitch DMCA uh, whole shenanigans that's going on here. And pretty much I can just sum up this whole thing as Twitch just needs to really figure out exactly like what's the best way to communicate with their partners and stuff like that when it comes to yeah. these claims. Because right now... um. Right now, Twitch is basically going uh, is contacting partners, saying, "Hey, something on your stream has been claimed by uh, these big studios and stuff like that." And these partners are like, "Oh, okay, what is it?" And Twitch is just silent because they don't know and stuff like that, or like how extensively it could be, and 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 stuff like that. So basically, they're just saying, "Yeah, we're not a hundred percent sure," and I'm just like what so instead of just like trying to specify 
what is they're just offering people the delete all button which deletes every little bit of their content beyond like from vods to clips all of that stuff and i'm just sitting here going okay if you're a streamer that's been on twitch for the past fuck i don't even know how long like i've been on i've been i haven't been streaming but i've been on this platform for five years six years now is it going on six it must be six years by now and so i'm just sitting here going like man could you imagine like being a, a twitch streamer that started out five six years ago and you know you th th this is your living and stuff like that like you, you like say you're a full-time streamer and stuff like that and mm -hmm. twitch is and going losing all that yeah and, and and everything all of the clips and everything like that all of the highlights vods and stuff like that you were told to delete now granted they can and i what i have seen a lot of people doing is if they hadn't had like a youtube channel that to to highlight all these videos they do now because apparently on youtube they can put that up there but on twitch it's getting dmca'd so i'm sitting here going what the fuck is happening here like i just I couldn't imagine just like say, hey, here's a bunch of stuff. Here's all the MCA. Here's the delete all button so you can just start fresh. It's not quite how you do that. Now, I did see, uh, what was it? Um, there was a response by Twitch today. They were kind of showing some clarity, giving it an, uh, uh, it was <laughs> Steel chair match. There you go. Um, some some clarity of like what what they're going through and how they're trying to help help streamers and so on and so forth. Pretty much, and and reading through, I think a majority of it. There was a little bit at the end that was basically just like FAQ stuff, which was when I read a few things, I was just like, no no shit, that's what they're answering right now. But um. Basically, what I can sum up there is that they're still figuring it out themselves and basically telling everyone to be careful when playing music that they don't own or don't have the rights to and stuff like that. But I do want to show I do want to say this. There was I was reading reports of people streaming music that was their own music and getting banned from Twitch as a result of it. It's their music. They made it. And they got banned. Now, now, that doesn't make any sense. No, this just shows how paranoid Twitch is about this and stuff like that. That's all it is. They've the accounts have been unbanned since then. They they took up the thing is like, hey, this is my music. I have the rights to it because it's mine <laughs> and stuff like that. Now that's all been done. There was one that I saw. Uh, what was it? Uh, Dragon Face, I believe, is what his name was. Yeah, or Dragon Force. Yeah. So it is just like he was playing. He was playing through his own music on on uh, on stream, and he got banned as a result of it. Um, it's just—it's insane. Jesus, it's wow. That's a mess. That is, I, I don't even know how to describe that. That's and so. And, and again, going back to the blog post I saw earlier today, and making my own notes because we talked, we have, we did talk about, we've talked about this before in the past with this whole 
controversy, like whole controversy, how is Twitch helping these things and stuff like that. We talked about how Facebook gaming actually allows kind of a little sketchy over there, but it basically allows you to play music because they have, uh, uh, I wouldn't say they have rights, but they have, I don't know exactly how it works. I think they have a partnership with a bunch of studios to play music, but they're not really specifying what that music is. So it's kind of hit or miss on that one too. I don't know if there's been any updates. I haven't looked at anything about up about that because who the fuck uses Facebook gaming? I swear. Um, no, no <laughs> one. I mean, YouTube gaming has been getting quite a bit of traction. And I can't help but feel like it's a result of these claims. Oh yeah, I'm just making you use Facebook gaming. All right, Let me, I'll take a look at your uh, Facebook gaming channel afterwards. <laughs> um, but uh. Hell yeah. Uh, where was I again? Uh, oh, YouTube. I can't help but like think that the rise, the, the, that people are seeing like YouTube as another outlet, basically, um, to, to stream and stuff like that. Like these are the, these are the kind of moves that make people go from, you know, Twitch is like their main source to look at other options across their thing. So the big ones now are YouTube and Facebook gaming. Especially if you made if your stream is based upon music, like there are some people that DJ, there are some people that just like what is it? They practice music basically on stream and stuff like that. There are people who drum and stuff like that. Like everyone in that music uh, category is basically affected by this. So it 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 leaves them for they need a whole other outlet to figure out what the hell they're doing. It's it's a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. It's So I thought and then so Twitch is has has their thing uh the the Twitch soundtrack or soundtrack powered by Twitch I think is what it actually is. And they've been sending that out to their partners when asked, "Hey, how can I avoid this in the future?" And if you don't know what soundtrack is, basically it's an application that allows you to play music through the app. Now, it's all music that uh, Twitch is partnered with or with uh, third party. It's a third party and some studios. It's still lacking a lot of like the big, um, big studios and stuff like that, where the more popular music is and stuff like that. And from what I hear, it it has a tendency to crash a lot, and it's kind of buggy at this point. It, granted, it is a beta for the program, okay. so they're still working on it. But at the same time, it's like you don't even have like I, I get that you know it, it's like you don't have all the big studios yet. But it's like you're telling people to use this, and then there's not a whole lot of options for them on it, I guess. And it's kind of a glitchy mess. So hopefully, I mean, they'll continue. I mean, in terms of, uh, I mean, I'm hoping they'll continue like help trying to fix all that. Like, uh, most of the like big damage has been done going to all these big streamers and stuff like that and saying like listen we don't know what what's been dmca'd and you basically have to delete your entire channel as a result like that's bullshit like i don't know yeah i did see that stadia stuff we'll we'll talk about that later um but yeah so i i have i twitch sounds like they're really wanting to work on 
to work on their their soundtrack. I hope that they'll continue to improve it and that that people that streamers want to use it and could use it to still enjoy music while at the same time not be worrying about uh, getting hit by DMCA claims. Um, it my so I also want to point out reading into an article I saw about this as well is that there was other uh music sharing sites like SoundCloud and stuff like that that are that were compiling a list and that were compiling lists for streamers that could that had non-copyrighted music on it and stuff like that well before this was all happening like well before all this is happening like they're like hey don't take this seriously this is what could happen and i can't help but feel like man it's coming back to bite him and stuff like that but yeah it's just music industry is finally use wising up i guess you could say to look i i was like i don't like i i, I personally didn't like playing music the only time i ever really play music on my stream is through game usually sometimes i'll slap yeah. on a persona music every so often that, happens i don't listen to traditional music i don't know about you i don't know if you play much music. i don't think you do not in your channel no, almost pretty much never i'd say the one time where i did do something like that was um in our latest episode of the legend of creep i played music from the wind waker in a wind waker stream well i think if it's, that's like the one stipulation i think that they're not doing mainly because these the Mainly, the main part of where all this is coming from is the mainstream media, mainstream music, and stuff like that. Like when it comes to video game soundtracks, I, I hear that they're kind of just like it's part of the game that we want it to be part of the game. That we want you to listen to our cool soundtrack. We put this a fuckload of money into to make. So stuff like I, I, I that's not the case for everything. But I do want to point out there are some games that have like mainstream media in it and stuff like that like i know some games have what is it didn't i hear uh that because of all this news that cyberpunk 2077 was putting out uh it was making an option so that way you could turn off uh it was like it, it was a setting that allowed you to replace popular music with just like random generic un like non-copyright music and stuff like that so if you're streaming you won't get hit with the dmca claim for playing music which is good i think that's if you're going to go that route that's where you need how you need to do it yeah so this is it's kind of it's kind of a whole mess though uh between what what is what isn't dmca and stuff like that and you know what's really sucks about all this is that you know say Say okay, so as a streamer, you're like, because it's mostly getting the, the the vods and highlights, um, are are receiving most of the claims. So there are also people that I've seen partners that I've seen that have turned off their show pass broadcast. So basically, once the stream is done, there is no pass broadcast. So that that way they can still play music on their stream and not get hit with DMCA claims. Problem with that is there are Twitch clips that viewers can make any anyone can just press that clip button and right there and then it leads back to your channel because it's saved onto your channel i don't know if there's a particular way i don't know if you can turn off clips on a certain channel i'm actually curious if you can now 
well, well, they're apparently like. Even so, like there are tons of streamers that want to save their previous vods and stuff like that because there might be good memories and shit in there. It's like, fuck, man. Like people don't want to be, be be dealing with that. But oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there's a bunch of streamers I follow that like say like I hope you all had fun watching my uh like Resident Evil playthrough or whatever because I gotta delete that <laughs> and stuff like that. And it is just is. Yes. That's why I say that a lot of people are. What I've seen is that a lot of streamers are downloading all of these vods and clips and stuff like that, and just throwing them up on YouTube and stuff like that without monetizing and them. Then just deleting them all afterwards. Yeah. So they download them, delete them, and then throw them up on YouTube. I think demonetize so that way they don't they can't get hit with the DMCA claim because it's like I'm not making money off it. They're just for memories and stuff. Nice. Okay. That's okay. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, you know, part of the reason, especially if you're a full-time streamer, you kind of want to be making money off of people watching your content. It's yeah. kind of how you make, you live. So, and then, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's an iffy situation. The... The soundboard will help. I, I fully believe it will help. It's just, it's it needs work. I hope so. It needs work. But also, like, and, tw and tw uh, again, Twitch said this in a, in a blog post I saw today, was that, you know, we have to get better at letting you know exactly what is being DMCA. So basically, they're saying, yeah, we know we kind of we messed up here, but this is the only alternative we have at the moment because there's just so much content to sift through. It's kind of like the whole thing with youtube you know uh everyone's talking about i i see people talking about uh people or like videos that are just purely inappropriate and stuff like that um that shouldn't be on the platform but because there's just no way for a team of like a like a team of like a couple thousand people to sort through every just, little yeah. so there's just so much content and stuff like that and it's the same as tr the same is true for Twitch is, is for Twitch. There's so many people streaming on Twitch. It's so hard to sift through every little bit of content and say, "Yeah, this is not okay." And type thing. It, it there's there's an algorithm. There's a thing and stuff like that in place for it. And if the algorithm messes up, somebody has to come in and correct it. But until that happens, it's going to be up on the platform. So it's the, it's the same idea of that. It's like, yeah, you know, we can't tell when these EMCA claims because we don't have a person looking at everybody's channel. It's rough. Yeah. It's definitely rough. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if, you, if you're not making money on Twitch, you don't really have to worry about, uh, worry about, uh, DMCA claims because you're not making money, so they can't DMCA if you're not making money off it. I suppose so. There are so many people that come on here for nothing but making money, though. That is like, true. I remember, especially once COVID hit, like everyone came to Twitch because they all thought they were going to be the next ninja or whatever. <laughs> this is going to be their new full time job. And then realize streaming's hard. It's, it's, it's a hard platform to get into. Um, yeah anything in the when it comes to uh let's play i was list i was recently listening to 
an old RT podcast, Rooster Teeth podcast, where it was Bernie, Jeff, and uh, Gus talking about um, the early days of the internet and stuff like that. And basically, Gus was like, hey, I see potential in making money and just like making videos with games and stuff like that on it. And I was just like, and it, it, they, they talked about how they made, they did like a 24-hour stream where there was not there was not even an application to like stream your, your what you were seeing on your screen like your your gaming console so they took a camera and they pointed it at the screen that was how they recorded <laughs> like that was how that was how new it was but that the people watched it and they and they made rooster teeth off of it so that's how they hate have to do things back then yeah they they did what they did they do with what they can it's like for those people that get on get on like a site early and stuff like that like you're the only ones on there to watch and now it's like twitch is so populated that it's so hard to find grounding now because there's just so many people yeah i get that take it takes a while to get any kind of viewership and stuff like that and so basically it comes down to you need to have fun you, you know you just need to have fun playing games yeah i feel like also part of it too is that you have to like have more of a social media presence than just twitch mm. i'll agree with that you need uh, like but basically anyone coming onto like youtube twitch whatever with the idea of i'm gonna make this my full-time job is it's just not gonna work out man like even and even if it does like you're kind of coming into this with the wrong mindset it like make youtube videos if you want to make youtube videos like make a twitch channel if you want to make a twitch channel but if you're doing this purely monetarily then i i don't know what to tell you at that point yeah i don't know maybe it's because i was just like i've never been like one of those like when i when i started streaming i was just like eh, i'm just kind of fun i'm just gonna mess around i don't really care to yeah try and hit it big you know it's like if i can get if i get like one or two people in here just having a good time and having fun it's more than enough for me nice so yeah but going back to the dmca stuff yeah hopefully this shit figures it out it figures himself out twitch gets a grasp of this and dmca can just screw off basically now they 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 technically have a right to their uh so when does the fun start indeed well you're not having fun tiny bubbles damn uh you clearly missed the bug snacks uh since <laughs> joke from earlier yeah. <laughs> um the bug snacks jokes everyone loves those <laughs> yep everyone loves them but yeah, hopefully they figure that out so that way people can go back to having fun and not care about uh <laughs> not care about or not have to worry about uh the clips. Uh you, but you missed a joke from Slap the Bacon that made Alex <laughs> that made Alex <laughs> oh, leave the room. He literally he legitimately walked up out of the room. <laughs> I'm gonna highlight that later. I hope you know that. <laughs> I I I'm well aware. <laughs> Uh, oh man uh speaking of just uh gaming for fun um i 
I, I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm perusing headlines to for this podcast and stuff like that. <laughs> Limit the bug snacks jokes per streams. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I, was, I was scrounging around and stuff like that, and I saw an article that actually I thought was very good. And it was... Um... <laughs> exactly. That was uh, talking about, you know, how this is probably the best time ever to start gaming. Like, if you had never played a game before, or if you never were really into video games and stuff like that, um, that this is the best time ever. And I would agree with that uh, for a few reasons um, that they stated. One was that gaming's probably been some of the cheapest it's been in a while, if I, if I had to say that. Would you agree with that I, or no? I guess, I guess so. Base. It all depends on what you're looking to get, though. Because if you want, like, the big, big gaming setup, you need, like, a 4K60 TV and a, one of them brand-new $500 consoles. Well, I, I was just talking about, like, the bare... Like, I was just talking about, like, the bare minimum, like, stuff like that. Like, you know... Yeah, then it's damn cheap to get into gaming these days. Exactly. Especially with the new consoles coming around the, mar uh, coming around the band here, or you know, actually are out already. The Xbox is out and PlayStation comes out tomorrow. Um, I mean, an Xbox Series S is $300. Like, it's not bad at all. And even if you don't want to pay all that right away, just sign up for Xbox All Access, pay 25 bucks a month for, I think it was two years, get that, and Game Pass Ultimate. You have everything you need, basically. Yeah, that, that, that literally summed up pretty much the cheap like the, how cheap games can get it's like you can play full price games with the game pass and the xbox series s pretty for that for that price i'm like so it's 300 dollars for a console and then that's what how the game pass is like what 10 bucks a month if you want just a console one it's like yeah nine ten bucks a month ten bucks a month so and that leads you to all of the Xbox game library, and that includes like some really, really good games in there. Not, not just that. You have uh, EA All Access now, which um, you get their entire back catalog and any new games that they have coming out. You get to play the first ten hours for the first ten months, and it they uh, rotate third-party games in and out every uh, every couple of months. Recently, they added a few more Final Fantasy titles. I saw they added um, seven, ten, and a few more actually. Nice. More yeah. and more value always getting added to Game Pass. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing that you can basically guarantee stuff like that as well. So there's there's that if you're going the console route. Now most people already have a computer and stuff like that. You don't need the biggest ball in his computer to play most PC games, is what I say. Um, I. You, I, I, I've seen computer builds, like even, even like pre-built stuff goes to like for like. Is it? I think you can get a good one for like, maybe even like two fifty gets you a pretty decent computer and stuff like that. Two fifty three hundred dollars probably. I don't know something like that. So that's the vacant. Did you actually get an Xbox Series X? <laughs> I will. Uh, I will leave the room again. <laughs> he, he he is. He will do it. <laughs> no, he says no. 
but he, okay. he says eventually when he gets the Xbox Series X. So, but uh, yeah, so you can you can get a pretty good, pretty decent computer for cheap, and the amount of free to play games these days uh, is insane. Especially on PC when they're giving out ga- games all the time. Seems like on the uh, what's it called, fucking Epic Game Store or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they give up. They have they basically have like a rotation of free games and stuff like that, which is basically like a game pass for mostly indie games. But there are times where they sneak in a big a big triple A game and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh snaps! Nice. Like, what was it? I remember. I, th- I think there was. Uh, they snuck in GTA a while back. They, they also got the shit like the humble bundle where you pay like 12 bucks a month you get 12 new games yeah it's like like a lot of indie games i don't run for too terribly much like in most i've most games i've seen are like maybe max of like 30 bucks which is not bad nice so and and then it's just like it's like it is insane how how the idea of how cheaply you could get into some pretty good games and stuff like that. Even what is it? The, the PlayStation Digital. That one's four hundred, correct? Uh, PS4 Digital Edition. Yeah, is that, that four hundred? Yeah. yeah, it's four hundred. That's not even terrible. Nah. Like, I think that was about. Was well, like well, five hundred was the price for when the Xbox One and PlayStation Four came out for right. Uh no, the PS4 was 400 and I think they were pricing That's the right. Xbox 1 at 500 because they forced you to buy the Connect with it. Oh yeah, that's right. And then they went back on that, which was a smart move on their part. Yep, yep, it was. <laughs> that was a very smart move to not do that anymore. Pretty much everything post the uh launch of the Xbox 1 has been trying to damage control for the launch of the Xbox 1. Yeah. They, they they did some questionable moves with the Xbox One, so yeah. I think they've I think I think Microsoft has learned since then though. The PS3 cost six. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> PlayStation Three launched at six hundred, and that's uh, because, right. Because uh, they were like, yeah, it's a PlayStation. Everyone will buy it anyways, and yeah, sixty came out, and then that happened. Yeah, Sony learned the hard way. That's why I'm that's why I'm particularly happy with this uh console launch where I feel like both companies have kind of sort of learned their fucking lesson. Yeah, pretty much. Uh Sony learned their their lesson through uh the PS3 and uh Microsoft learned theirs with the Xbox One. Through the uh Xbox One. Yep. <laughs> Cindy Dandy. Was the new PlayStation and oh, and that's right, and it was Blu-ray. Yeah, that's right. That was the time of Blu-ray. That was like the new thing. Wait, technology, gotta love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, games are cheap for the most part. Pretty cheap con- considering what you could get and stuff like that. Um, and then games are have become like a, you know quarantine stuff like that most people aren't hanging out and, and with people these days i hope not at least um so you'd be get, surprised yeah i know that's why i say i hope not but i know there are definitely people 
Um, but like games, game gaming has become like a social place. This is something that's kind of been spawning over the past like few years. Like there are people that I think they initially cited that World of Warcraft. You know, you built a giant party for raid parties and stuff like that, and that was like your social gathering and stuff like that. You 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 met up with a bunch of people and you figured out how to beat the raid boss and stuff like that. You sat there and you and do that. There's like Animal Crossing where you can go to each other each other's planets and talk there and stuff like that. So. It's uh islands, but whatever. Yeah, I get you. What did I say? Did I, what did you I said I... planets. Cool, close enough. If, you just wait. You just wait for the Animal Crossing space. Animal Crossing Galaxy. No, that's that's Mario. That's Mario Galaxy. They can't do the same thing. Even though it's Nintendo's doing. Shut up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Animal Crossing Galaxy 2 has Yoshi, indeed. Yoshi! Um, but yeah, so there, there's a whole bunch of, like, social interactions that you can have with uh, in-games and stuff like that. Um, especially with multiplayer games, like, there's just, like, I mean, games like all the BRs, like the Fortnite's, Apex Legends, Call of Duty's, Warzone's, and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's a place where you can still, you know, talk and hang out with your friends even though you when you're not even close to them so it's like it's a way to it's a way to talk and be able to hang out with your friends and yeah it's not it, that was like it's been a, it's been a thing since the rise of multiplayer games have been have been a thing it's this is not a new thing but a lot of people you would be amazed at how many people that that look at you know they still have the stigma that amy you know you're you're down in your parents' basement just playing your games and stuff like that. You're and stuff like that. No, actually, there's a lot of people that are quite social and stuff like that. Like you actually talk and to other people and have conversations. It's insane. I know, right? Gamers talking people. What is this? 2020? Yes, it is. It's a shitty year. It, it happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I I I was amazed by how many people still have this kind of stigma, though. I I was I was talking. It's really, it's really weird. Yeah, I, trying to, and then like, and then like on top of that, you have all the people making content and stuff like that in in whatever game. So say there's some a game you find interesting. We'll take Animal Crossing for example, because that was the big one when quarantine first started. That and. Doom Eternal, but I'm using Animal Crossing because it's more of a social one where there was people making videos, streaming it, stuff like that. There was tons of people. So basically you could take the game outside of the game itself, but still like have like a common ground between two like between another person to like a, another streamer. Or content creator or whatever. So like that. You can meet up with people that also love the game. I thought, and it's just like, yeah, that makes sense. So it's just, it, I feel like a lot of these things that were said in this article, if you, if you've been gaming for a long time, you definitely see. Like, I've been I've been gaming basically all my life, as as far as I've been able to pick up, uh, as young as I've been able to pick up a controller, stuff like that. Same. So I, these are all things that I've watched happen in 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 my in like as i've gotten older and stuff like that i remember starting out with you know the, the old i think it was it was a 
Yeah, it was the NES, and just picking up. I think I'm playing like Contra with my uncle. And dude, Excite Bike was the shit. I never played that. Excite Bike, dude. Excite Bike was so cool. You could make your own tracks and race on them. There you go. It was literally limitless content, and they did that back with the NES. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I didn't know that. Destiny Two wishes it had the custom customization that Excite Bike does. <laughs> Indeed, but it's like so. You know, it started out as like this thing where it was like you know only nerds playing video games and stuff like that. They're stuck in their parents' basement. They never get any social interaction, and then slowly that stigma has kind of gone away to the point where, uh to the point where it, it is now kind of like it's it, like gaming's considered a social thing now. The amount of like conventions, esports, and stuff like that, just the amount of people like um, just streaming and stuff like that. It, it's actually it's been really fun to watch, and I'm always wondering what like the new thing is going to be and stuff like that. Yeah, because you know it was really funny because I, I I remember saying this before I knew Twitch was a thing that you know. Watching videos and stuff like that, you're watching, like watching people play uh, games on like YouTube and stuff like that. It was funny because of the comedy. I always thought I never thought that watching a person live stream a game would actually be fun. But then I realized it's a lot similar to like watching a, like any sport, basically, like any like mainstream sport. Like it's like watching a football game and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. <laughs> You were going to say something, or did I cut you off? Uh, no, I was just going to say it's really um, interesting to see people that are really good at the game, and it's really fun to watch people who can provide some good commentary when they're just you know, kind of fucking around on stream or whatever. Yeah. A lot of people say that you watch... you That some people watch for... Like, it is true. You either you either watch a content creator for one of two reasons: either they're really just they're just really good at the game, and you're trying to learn how to become good by watching this person play, or you just like the comedy or the enjoyment of the other person. So it's true, makes sense. Um, so it's either you, you find common ground by with the game, I guess, is how is how I'd put it. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah so so literally games expand beyond the game itself as well with just the amount of content out there and then finally uh the there was a bunch of points but there was like the three is that this the simplicity of games recently um we have games like uh fall guys and among us that are like that are like we're like the two popular ones but they're really simplistic and in 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 essence you know i think just about any kid adult could pick up fall guys and probably be enjoy it i wouldn't say they'd be good but they would enjoy it just just because it's it's purely just fun um it once and then like as you and as you pick it up you'll get better at it and stuff like that it's it's quite it's quite interesting to watch because it you know as like 
Would would you say as like you got it to be a better game, or you wanted games to be harder and more difficult and more complex as you kind of went on, or was it kind of just? Uh... In a way, I kind of wanted it to be the opposite. After uh, picking up games like Contra and uh, Ghost, uh, Ghosts and Goblins, I just kind of sat there thinking to myself, I really hope not all games are like this. That's true. I forgot about some of those really old, uh, uh, difficult games that they could be. You just feel like every time you die, you want to snap your controller <laughs> in half. <laughs> can't, I can't tell you how many times I broke an NES controller back in the day trying to play Ghosts and Goblins. It was bad. It was that... bad. <laughs> Did you ever beat it? Nope. It's the one game I uh, I had such determination to win and beat. Never did. Now, you can play Ghosts and Goblins on the Switch. Stuff like that. It's that's the old yep, ROM that they have on the on their on their thing. So uh at the that might the be way remembered the only real way to truly beat the game is by beating the entire thing two times in a row. Yeah. And save states are cheating. I'm not, yeah, fuck no, I ain't using save states. Unless I'm really truly dead. Like when the game has beaten me to a pulp and is then beating my dead body to uh, to like mush, then I will say yes. But yeah, <laughs> only only until I get that point and stuff like that. It, it's basically good, like you know someone's gonna hit me in the head over a, with a stick, and then while I'm lying on the ground, they're gonna beat my bones into mush. <laughs> That's what it will take. Or my 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 desire, my my spirit has broken thoroughly and i'm gonna tell you what after playing like some dark souls games it's it can be a little hard to do but at the same time there are some parts i feel like are just complete bullshit that's that's just the soul series <sighs> yeah i guess like most difficult game like a lot of di the difficult games it's just like i have a lot of determination to play this game and then you start playing it and you're just like this shit it's bullshit they can't do that <laughs> and they do it anyway because they can oh man <laughs> yeah soul series is literally just like hey what kind of bullshit can we throw in here today <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! Oh the demon souls—the demon souls remake. Oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> don't remind us of the pain we're gonna have to go through. Well, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Dark Souls one, Blight Town. Yep, I do remember Blight Town, and then Dark Souls two. Never played it, but uh, I can believe it's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and I don't even know about Dark Souls three. Farron Woods, gotcha. Uh, see, so yeah. there was a lot more things about the. Did I not bring up? I did. Uh, about the article that I thought were kind of interesting as well. There was like, oh, subscription services turning into net gaming for Netflix. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of the Game Pass and stuff like that. The subscription services, what? Uh, subscription service like Game Pass are basically turn are basically like Netflix for gaming is what they basically said. I mean, that makes sense to me. That's just where the industry is going, though. It's true, because they're seeing a lot of money come in from all these streaming services, and they're just like, let's just do that. Basically. 
You know, if if these companies can pay millions of dollars to make a TV show and market it for and then like then Netflix is basically getting paid what is it like 15 12 15 dollars a month? Does it sound about right or is it more than that? I don't even know. Uh, for Netflix? Yeah. Last time I checked I was only paying like 11. I need to cancel my next my Netflix subscription. Don't use it enough. I haven't used. I don't use it ever. Oh damn! There are no movies on there that I find interesting, and there are almost no shows on there that I watch anymore. So, just hanging on to it at this point is just so pointless. Yeah. So, there was another one that I saw on this article that it's like VR is finding its place. I'm like, is it though? It's not. Like it, it got a really good game in Half Life Alex, right? That was one I haven't really looked into or really heard. Um, yeah so so it might i don't know it might start to continue going off on the uh pc front but that's all it's that's all it is right now because um i'm not sure if you heard but with this gen sony actually came out and said we're not really going to be doing anything with with psvr because there's just not enough of a market for it yeah i yeah, and so that's why I'm just like, is it VR finding a market? Because personally, I, I don't think so. If any, if anything, I think it's almost taking a backwards step at this point. Like you're saying, like Sony's just like not, you know, putting they're not putting effort into their. Well, I wouldn't say they're not putting effort, but they're not really supporting their PSVR because there's just not a market. Because when you look well, at PSVR on PS5. Yeah. Just, they're not going to be more games for it. Yeah, which is fine. It's understandable because, like, to play VR, you need to have a big enough, like, area to play it and stuff like that. And all of these other, like, in, like, the... the you need to have a nice big area. You have to deal with that bulky machine that's basically strapped to your face the entire time. So it's not really the immersive experience that you really want it to be. Yeah, and if you re- really want like really good VR, it's fucking hard to get there because like so uh, some of the headsets that they recommend you getting are just so unbelievably expensive. Yeah, like the one that I got costs apparently like um anywhere between like four and six hundred dollars. I I don't know it was a it was a gift, but apparently like it's already outdated. Yeah, and I'm being told I need to go out and get like the new Steam one that costs like almost a grand, and I don't think I'm even gonna be able to run on this thing. So it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's a lot. Yeah, I saw I saw the I saw Valve Index two came out not too long ago, and I I don't know if that's what it's actually called, but um, and there there was a new Valve Index um that came out recently. And it's thousand dollars for starters. It's a hell of a lot of money. You could buy two of the new console. You could buy both the new consoles with that money. And what's it going to be used for? Like the last, the last Valve Index. I don't even. Isn't that only like a year old at that, this point? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but then that's like okay. So say you're going to play this on your PC. Your PC needs to be beefy enough to play this thing too. So say you're not, you don't have the minimum specs for it. It literally doesn't work with your PC and stuff like that. So you have to upgrade your PC, which is more money you have to put into your PC. More money you're putting into this just to play VR. 
You know, I was wrong. It's uh, not a. It's not a year old. It's less than a year old. Jeez. The first Valve Index came out this year, and they're already making a new one. Christ! Wow. There was only one real game that was like developed with the index in mind. I just yeah, um, it blows my mind. And out of current VR titles, that the only ones that I I, I would have any interest in playing are like Half Life Alex and Beat Saber. That's it. Half-Life Alex and what? Beat Saber. Oh, okay. That'd be the only ones that I'd want to play. That That's it. I don't think I could... I I don't think... I, no, there's no other VR games that interest me because they all just look the same. You know? It's like, oh, you're just walking through all these things and stuff like that. And I'm just like, cool. The only reason like Half-Life Alex kind of interests me is because it's set in the Half-Life world. That's it. That's all it has going for it at that point. So yeah, just I do not. I do not see how VR is finding its place. That one makes no sense to me. No, it'll find its place when it's easier and cheaper. Like when it, yeah, like you were saying, like you have the you have the big. Yeah, you you're like you like I have like the big bulky glasses things maybe and stuff like that that you have to wear on the front of your face uh, and yeah like I, I i get that they want it to be an immersive experience or whatever it's like the next jump in video game immersion or whatever but like i don't feel like i'm immersed in a game when i have this big it, it, it's it's like they're just literally goggles that you're strapping to your head like i am not i'm not sure how that's pulling me into the game anymore it's just i don't know it'll take off when we can have at, at home, home Rolodex, basically. Basically, how I've said about what I've said about VR is, I'll get VR when it's like the VR from uh, Sword Art Online, where all I have to do is lay down and I don't have to move, and like my brainwaves basically control how I move in the game. I can basically wire myself into the virtual web or whatever. Yeah, no, that's I've literally said that. I'm like, and we're nowhere close to that no, level not even. not even remotely close to that level <laughs> like it or what was it uh ready player one was kind of interesting how it did vr where it was like what is it you you, you actually like run around and you're like had like this multi-track pad i think is what the main guy had in that one and it was yeah. like so you're like you could run around in real life but not actually be running around because you're like strapped to this like track like this uh treadmill basically and i was just like oh okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> that'd be like the closest thing i could think of to like actual vr and stuff like that where you're actually like forced to run around in the game even that's not what everybody wants it to be though oh no and like when it comes, uh, when, when it comes to ready player one though that's one of the big issues i had with that movie it's like it's basically just the vr that we have now but a little more advanced yeah, because you still even in that movie you still have to strap the goggles to your head. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I think at this point augmented reality might be closer to uh, a, an actual thing than VR is. Like with yeah, uh, with Pokemon Go and stuff like that. Like the, these are very early builds and stuff like that for AR reality and stuff like that. But uh. What's the name of the uh, world in Ready Player One? 
Is it like the I Oasis f- or whatever? Yeah, that's it. I feel, like, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like that became a real thing. Like a couple months later, like uh, Todd Howard would be like, hey, here's the Elder Scrolls Oasis, and every company would be trying to build their own fucking version of it. I mean, well, here's the thing. Like, you could, like if you're if we're talking like Ready Player One type like mentality, is that every is like the Oasis is like the hub world, and it leads to all these other worlds basically that you could go to and play games and stuff like that. Nice. So, I mean, that's what I got from the game. Is like there's like this hub world and stuff like that, and it leads to a bunch of different other different places and stuff like that where you could play. And I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> And I was like, and I was like, oh, I could, I could possibly work. I don't know, but the, again, we're, I feel like we're far off from that. Yeah, like even that, I feel like we're far off of. Like, could you imagine? Like, the closest thing I feel like we are to that is VR chat. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, when we do get access to that, like, imagine how fucked it's gonna be. Like. That movie made it look like it's going to be so cool, but then you'll get the people that want to just, hey, I want to turn into a goose and I want to run around yelling at people. I want to run around honking at people, man. That's what it's going to turn into. That's Untitled Goose Game. It'll be coming. It's it's coming to VR. Imagine that there is literally a server where there are people walking around as like the people and then there's just like thousands of, of, of geese just honking at you. Oh my god. Have you not seen that video? No. In VR chat, there are entire servers dedicated to players getting in getting in the goose outfit and then they'll run around yelling at you being like join us, join us. Become one. VR chat is its own experience at this point. Like it really is like a whole new world. <laughs> they weren't they weren't going honk either. They were going quack. I, I like What? I don't know. They were geese going quack? What is this? Hey, ducks. Got a honk. Honk for no reason. That's what I always say. Uh, but yeah, VR, I was like, v, VR is, uh, is far off. Yeah. Everyone, I feel like they're, you know, it was like, and like I was saying, like AR, like augmented reality is probably the closest thing. Because I remember not long ago hearing about uh, tech giants like Google that were trying to like do like Google Glasses, which is basically like putting like a little mini screen in front of your face with these glasses and stuff like that. And like you could put your game through it. Imagine if you could walk around. You know how in like the, the commercials for Pokemon Go, you would yeah. uh it'd be like you know you, you interact with like the pokemon and stuff like that like it's actually like right there in front of you type deal that would be like what the closest thing to augmented reality was like could be and it may or may not could be like obviously not interacting with it but like it's actually in your face rather than you're just looking at your screen and like you have your camera showing what's behind you and stuff like that Kind of like what they have for like Pokemon Go now. It's like, oh, you can catch a Pokemon here, but then it's like, oh, it's actually like right over here and stuff like that. And I'm like, this isn't. Is this even augmented reality at this point? Like, I, I guess I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> there was a, what was it? What was the? There was a Sword Art Online movie that had like, uh, had this. 
And like it was like it wasn't based off of the virtual world. It was based off the augmented reality world. I think it, uh, that's exactly what it was called. It was called Sorted Online AR. Was it AR? I thought there was another name for it. I swear that's what it was called. I remember watching that and I was thinking, oh, this is actually like a neat concept for like that I could actually see in the real world doing, you know? I mean, not to that scale, obviously. But oh, yeah, not to that scale. Know. But like, um, imagine there was a Pokemon Go, but like. Ordinal scale. That's what ordinal scale. Called. That's what it was called, yeah. That was a good movie, by the way. Um, yeah. And also had lore implications for the next season. <laughs> um, anyways uh i lost my point oh so you know imagine like a pokemon go thing where because in ordinal scale they had like these you know like the the they had like a little piece that you you hook up to one eye so you can like see in the virtual reality but then there was also one where it was just like it's your normal so you can actually see what the fuck you're doing (laughs) type deal so you're not just running into walls and stuff like that because it actually like projects like a whole world through the one and stuff like that and then they have like i think it was like a little like uh I think it was like a little rod that you had that was like your sword in the game and stuff like that and you like fought people with it and it was actually kind of cool i think so i'm not sure i think it was something that was connected so that way you could tell like where your sword was so yeah it was actually like a really neat concept that i actually took not to that scale but i actually could see like that could be a thing I, i think so yeah like there was actual practicality there that that we could see not in not in just a few years but like somewhere down the down the road before like full blown VR type deal like it's just that that'd be too crazy to see something like full blown VR yeah. before we see AR I feel like at this point and then you got everyone time like you know, walking off in the middle of the highway trying to catch a fucking Pikachu. <laughs> Remember all those headlines when Pokemon Go first started out? All the, all those uh, happy accidents? Yeah. It's really funny. Oh, I also yeah. remember I also remember seeing that. And I was like, all right, so you don't want us going out and getting... Uh, you don't want gamers going out and, uh, you know, getting exercise playing Pokemon Go. But you also don't want us to sit down in, a, 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 sit down in front of a TV for hours on end so what the fuck do you want from us (laughs) Uh, i always thought that was funny too man that's a lot more uh (laughs) that was a lot more uh than i thought i'd go into vr i was like oh you know we'll just brush over vr real fast yeah that's cool i don't i i don't know every every i feel like it's every year like some like tech company or like playstation or xbox tries to come on not so much xbox but like i remember like playstation was like oh yeah vr it's it's gonna be a thing we're gonna do all these things with it and stuff like that and i'm like haven't seen it because it's just not practical and there's no market for it yet basically it's just too expensive too expensive of tech right now i think is the big thing holding a lot of people back oh yeah it's like no one wants to drop a thousand plus dollars on a headset that they're not even sure they're going to use very much yeah 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 definitely so that's 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 the bit on vr as well it's pretty much where i'm going to leave it at that um going back to the article i guess i mean was it uh 
the dream of cloud gaming is close, and I'm like, while I don't think they're too far off on that one, Stadia was kind of like the first guinea pig in that whole yeah thing with the uh, with that. But I was just like, that it obviously didn't work. Now you said Microsoft has their own like cloud service that they're gonna do. I remember you talking about this a while ago. Yeah, I have uh, X Cloud going on. I I don't I don't know. I've I've I haven't been running into many issues with that one. So, maybe they're getting it right. So, yeah, you don't Android. need, like, a... Oh, go ahead. I still need to uh, sign up for PS Now, because apparently you can stream those games to your PC. Interesting. Uh, now, Sony pays Microsoft for their cloud services, so I'm guessing it'll be about the same, but it's something I still want to try, you know? Yeah, might as well. Um... So yeah, the, the idea of of being able to game literally anywhere. Like, there's a picture of someone playing Halo, like Halo Five, on their Xbox controller that's hooked up to their phone. Yeah, if you don't need the hardware to stream like big type games, I'm like, that's appealing. I will say that. that that's that's something I think that we're relatively close to, like being able to play anything anywhere. I would agree with that. Even having like fucking like X Cloud apps on smart TVs at this point, I don't think it was a huge ways off. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. But gaming could be around the corner. Um, still not sure how exactly I feel about it, but I feel like as long as it works well, it should be fine. Yeah, pretty much is pretty much how I think is if there's not too much input lag, there's not too much just like if you feel if it feels seamless, I'll I think that I'll be okay with it then. Um what else they got here? I got crossplay and crap and platform. Or right, you were you were gonna say something else? Yeah, something that I've been mulling over for the last couple of days is what do you think the future of PS now is gonna be? Because uh, do you think that's gonna be something that they're gonna try and uh, used to compete with uh, the Game Pass at this point, or and if so, how are they going to do that moving forward? Um, I mean, it's so hard to compete with the Game Pass because it encompasses so much. I feel like, but I think it's yeah. if you really like Sony games and stuff like that, they're going to try and put all of their big titles underneath it and stuff like that. So to get people to play it and or to get people to buy it and stuff like that. So not and and in the end it will cost less than buying all of these games individually so th i think that's mainly where it's going to go i think they just want a subscription service that they can get some money from um while putting all of their big their big games for their console underneath it uh, i get that i'm uh, what i'm thinking is do you think they'll uh put games like um God of War, Ragnarok, and uh, Miles Morales, and all that on there to um, hopefully increase uh, sales of that subscription service, or will they uh, continue to um, depend more on just like physical game sales? Like, what what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I th I think that it, I think they would they could put it on there. Um, I don't know if it'll be initially. Um, kind of like the, I, like I know that the Xbox Game Pass does with some of the with their new games is like day one it's on there. Yeah. Um, 
I think maybe... I'm not sure if they're going to do that, but... Yeah, but I do think it will be on there eventually. Maybe after, like, a week or two, or, like, maybe a month, and they throw it on there. Maybe. So, to incident, like, hey, you could play it early by actually buying it, or you could wait for uh, wait for it on our streaming. And sort of... and This is something that you were saying is kind of like, this is just sort of like a backlog of PlayStation games and stuff like that. I get that. And yeah. it might be something that they do. I definitely think it's possible that they do it like I that. Think, I, I want to make this clear. I don't think PS Now is a bad deal in any capacity. Like, it's something that I definitely think definitely has a place for a lot of people, especially people that haven't played um, Sony's back catalogs, like um, like the old God of War games, and I think Ratchet and Clank is on there. Yep. I may be wrong on that, but... No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay. I think they have that. Uh, I think there's is one. Jack or two... and Dexter on there? I think Jack and Dexter is on there. I'm not 100% on that. I know that recently they had their. Uh... Well, not recently. That is the old news. But they had remasters done for all of the Jack and Dexter games. So maybe they're. I, I would think that they would be on there. But uh, yeah. who knows? I've, I haven't looked too hard into the. PlayStation now because I haven't really I don't own a PlayStation not yet at least PlayStation Four. Hey, you got you got one recently, haven't you? Uh, I'm gonna get the one from Evan soonish. Oh. So, um, but yeah, I, I I definitely think that you know if you if you go in thinking that the PlayStation Plus service is going to be the like all encompassing like Game Passes it's not going to be that it's it's whatever titles sony has in their position as of right now um pretty much so so ps now does have an app uh, does have an app on the pc i guess they do have their own launcher i i don't know i'd have to look into uh, i'd have to look into that I just like thinking because I, I do hear this not just obviously I don't hear it from myself but I hear a bunch of people that, that classify like the um, cloud gaming service as the future of gaming I'm just curious like what Sony is going to do moving forward in that aspect yeah they have some great they have some great great studios underneath them and uh, like the PS Now as it is is already pretty good, so I think a lot of it's just marketing it the right way. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. So yeah, Moon, I I I would I bet you to learn something over, especially over this next one, because this is like this generation is the big push to digital, right? Because they're they have both both consoles have uh just digital only versions of it. Yeah. So I think. It's- I think more so than most generations, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how these this next generation plays out. Yeah. Will Will we see even more people going digital? And by the end of it, is it going to be literally all digital, or is it going to be? That's what I'm thinking. I do I like that? No, because I still like buying physical games. But I do too. That's where it's probably going to go. Yeah. Lie. It, like buying things digitally is just so much easier, and a lot of times it can also be cheaper too. Yeah, because you don't have to the price of the disc and everything in in it anymore. So it's uh, 
can it definitely can be cheaper as a result of that then i've seen what was it there was a wasn't there a game somewhat recently that was like more expensive it was like five bucks or six bucks more expensive than uh what? if you bought a digital like if you bought a physical copy it was actually like five or six bucks more expensive than if you bought a digital i don't remember I remember saying something about that. I don't know if it was ever a big headline, though. Probably not. I'm not. Sh I'm not sure what that could be. I don't know. I'm probably just talking out of the blood at this point. <sighs> yeah. 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 I, you, like, like you said, it's going to be interesting to see where this generation takes us. Whether it's going to be, you know, start at that medium point where there are still people who are hardcore like hanging on to discs and stuff like that and by the end of it we'll be say yep digital is it that's that's where we're gonna be probably i don't know i think this gen or by the end of it we're gonna be seeing a lot uh, and i mean like a lot more changes in the uh gaming landscape i think by the end of it things are gonna be looking a lot a lot differently and it's it's scary but it's exciting yeah. Good way to think about it too. Yeah. Uh speaking about possible features is cross uh going back to the article I was referencing, uh the the, the idea of cross play and cross platform is is becoming more and more a thing as we as we've uh gone forth mm -hmm. with this uh you know it's not just like, you know, if you buy a PlayStation you're stuck playing with only PlayStation people now. There's like games like Fortnite, there's games like what was it, Apex Legends recently released on Steam which offers crossplay to literally anything now um let's see, I got, yeah, it says here that uh, Star Wars uh, Squadron is full crossplay uh, Apex Legends is, is crossplay, No Man's Sky apparently is offering support, Bungie is trying to work, is working towards true crossplay for Destiny 2 so it's the thing we're seeing more and more which is good because then people can play on whatever they like to play on. Yeah, isn't crossplay already a thing for um, the Master Chief Collection? Or am I, am I, I completely wrong on that? I believe so. Okay. Not one hundred percent that, but I believe so. Uh, so there. You know what was really—it's really funny—is also in this article it says Nintendo goes its own way. I'm like, how is this any? Stuff like that. I'm like, yes. Yeah, over the past couple of decades, it's like, yeah, Nintendo does its own thing. It, it's what it's what it do, and it works because they go for. I, I I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Their strategy is never going to stop working. Oh yeah, I, I, but I was like, how is this have any indication of how it makes it easier to game these days? And I'm just like, oh, okay, makes no sense. But yeah. we'll go with it. Nintendo, keep doing what you're doing. Whatever the hell that is, just keep doing what you're doing, I guess. I don't freaking know. Make more Zeldas, whatever. Make more Zeldas, make more... More Marios. More Marios and stuff like that. Let us play Metroid Prime 4 at <laughs> some point. Right, eventually, hopefully, that'll come out. Um, it's like uh, PC, in a great, uh, PC gaming in a great spot, and I'm just like... Yeah, PC PC gaming is booming as of recent. Uh, oh, yeah. It's stronger than it's ever been. So and the launch of the new RTX 
um, cards, in my opinion, just prove that more than anything because, like, that was almost like a fucking console launch. People were rushing to get those things. Oh yeah, Especially there are the uh, thirty eighty. There are those things sold out the instant they fucking hit the market, just like all the consoles. And I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like, man. I can't, it, it's 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 really funny because I always talk about oh you know PC won the console war and stuff like that and you know I think we talked when we were talking about you know a while yeah. a while ago of like who wins the who wins the console war and stuff like that and then we basically determined there basically is no console war at this point where everyone's just kind of doing their own doing their own thing and stuff like that obviously they're still competing between the two of them. But there's not like this big huge war like there's been in past generations anymore, like no. And so on. I also so just far. don't I also just don't like I was talking to Ghost about this in a private chat not not too long ago. After that one stream where I got kinda salty, but uh <laughs> I just don't like console war rhetoric in general. And I think I think it makes a lot of people very needlessly angry at each other. And I don't know. It leads to people doing dumb shit like um, that thing that happened today where people were blowing uh, vape into their Xbox Series X consoles. Yeah, and I I just completely misread that <laughs> as a result of it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Is this really the be- the all you've really got going on? Yeah, the console war is just reserved for trolls and teens, preteens who want to be on a team. Pretty There's much no war anymore. Yeah, the the idea of the console war, I think, is long gone. It's just what? Now the piece of plastic that my mom bought me is better than the one that your mom bought you. <laughs> yeah. Haha, <laughs> nerds. Yeah, pretty much. There's no war in bossing, say. True, in, indeed. Uh, <laughs> uh, going back to the RTX cards, though, just like the consoles, uh, they were grabbed up by uh, scalpers and are now. Three times as expensive on eBay. Yep. yep Graphics I... card that I want is almost twice what the actual asking price of it is, which is beautiful. I love that so much. Uh, yeah. I know. I, I was like, I recently like upgraded my computer. I bought, I bought it. I made a whole new computer. It was like, remember what graphics card I got, but it's doing me well now. Nice. <laughs> I. Uh, it's just like I, uh, I saw the new graphic cards. I'm like, these things are balling out of control. Like they're just straight balling out of control. Like, is <laughs> is insane. But I'm like, eh, don't care enough. <laughs> the new 3090 can actually do 8K gaming. Cool. I think it's the only graphics card on the market that can do that. Remind me when. Remind me to get that when I get an 8K monitor, which will be uh 20 years from now. <laughs> is that even a thing? I know that AK TVs exist, but AK monitors? Possibly. I, w- I guess I wouldn't be surprised. They're probably hell expensive, though. Yep, okay. There's one that I found from Dell. A 32-inch 8K monitor. It's not that expensive. It's only $4,000. Oh, only $4,000, huh? Cool. Nope, I think I'll skip. I, but, and obviously, like, you know, these graphics cards are like the idea that it's the same idea that these consoles are having that like you know we could do 4k 
stuff like that. Well, not a lot of people have 4K TVs. I feel like at all yet these days. Um, but uh, uh, um, but they're they're looking toward the future, and so are these graphics cards. These graphics cards are like looking way into the future. Like they're not going to be like, hey, you're going to get a new graphics card every year or other year, basically, and stuff like that. No, obviously not, but these are the new big exciting releases and people always want the new biggest and newest technology, especially with those people that have like the like beastly gaming nice rigs. <laughs> yeah, no, people people who is gaming like like spend thousands of dollars on the, like keeping their gaming rig as big and powerful as they can. They'll love it. I'm, good I'm for them, dude. Like fucking good. At, like that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm content with where I'm at. I, I'm good. When games get to that next level, and I feel like I need that extra boost, I'll look for a new graphics card. I I get you. Yeah. No, new graphics cards are for like know. all those esports people trying to do esports thing because esports and esports. I was talking to Tiny Bubbles about that, uh, but that uh just last night actually like i'm eager to get into next gen like i want the xbox series s and ps5 but like i still need a 4k tv and as of right now i have no reason to get into next gen because all the games are still on the ps4 and xbox one and 1080p 60 is all my tv can do right now but dude have you seen those load times those load times be crazy that's what i want that that's I feel like that's that's, that's the biggest thing right now is those load times are insanely fast. That's the biggest thing for me right now. The that's why I've been kind of like on the Xbox Series S. I mean X because um, uh, that's the console that I have Crash Bandicoot for. And when you restart that game all the fucking time, being able to cut out most of those loading screens sounds like a fucking dream right now wait miles morales has an option to include loading screens for fun that's hilarious that's awesome that's amazing i love that that's incredible <laughs> uh yep that because like you know in past in in you know past uh generations like the the option screens are or the loading screens are like where like you see you know little tips and hints for the games and stuff like that are just little like fun things so it's like ugh. so with loading screen for people oh, okay. that's that's really funny though oh <laughs> Never thought, never thought you'd have an option for seeing loading screens. <laughs> Man, that is funny. I still can't believe that these like five hundred dollar consoles are getting SSDs in there. That's still nuts to me. God, they must be losing so much money, though. Dude, I gotta like. Like there's so much tech in there. There's no way it's like it's it's definitely worth more than three hundred if you're buying an S like an Xbox Series S. Oh, oh, it absolutely is. Like that's almost the cost of the SSD that they have in there. Christ, I... well not the S, but that that might be a little uh, cheaper because I think that um, SSD is only five hundred gigs as opposed to a terabyte. But yeah, I think you I think you're right. 
But uh, I was just like, man. They, like, that was something we talked about when the, the prices were revealed. It's just like, man, they, they must yeah. be losing money and stuff like that. So they're really, they're really leaning hard on the, especially Microsoft's leaning really hard on the Game Pass to make up that money and make a profit. It probably will. That's the oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially after buying Bethesda, like what was it? They went from ten million users to fifteen million users literally overnight. And that's just because they got Doom Eternal. Imagine when something actually big comes out, like when Starfield or whatever comes out. Imagine when Elder Scrolls Six comes out, bro. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. So. uh... It's. That's a ways away, though. I, they have some cool stuff coming in this next year, like Halo Infinite and Psychonauts 2, so it's it's going to keep making them money. Oh, yeah, 100%. And they'll always add more. You, you know that. Yeah. What, what was it? Isn't there rumors that, uh, that, that Microsoft's looking to buy a Japanese uh, uh, studio? There are rumors, but it was uh, semi-denied by the recent... Uh, interview with phil spencer they asked him about it and he was like you know i don't go into every meeting so i don't personally know but i haven't heard anything about that so but but that's been a rumor and i think like i don't know i think if they could get a studio like sega capcom or hell if even if they wanted to pick up konami and Try and piece a studio together out of that shit show. Oh man, Konami, a pretty decent. <laughs> oh man, you you think they'd bring a if they did that? Would they bring a Hideo Kojima back to do a Metal Gear? Um, if they could. If you think if they you think they'd ask him? They're like, hey, you want free reign to do whatever the hell you wanted in Metal Gear in the Metal Gear series? Would you come back? <laughs> I maybe like. If they if if they told him that you could have free reign to do literally whatever you wanted, do you think you do you think you would agree? I think he might. I, I think I also that might. It would also be a pretty neat idea because I'm. I'm guessing that somewhere over at Konami they had what Silent Hills was going to be just standing at just sitting in a shelf somewhere, just be like, "Hey, this game is eighty percent done." Please finish it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's having fun with his own studio, but Metal Gear is his baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would I would agree with that. So, imagine if he, you know, or like, you know, if they bought uh, Konami and then they like they went over and said, you know, to his own studio, it's like, hey, we'll buy your own studio so that way you can work on Metal Gear Solid along with still having Death Stranding if you'd like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta admit, Microsoft's being a bit of a bully with these acquisitions. A little bit. I don't like to call it that, but that's what it what it is. Yeah. Have you heard? Apparently, like um, CEOs over over there said, like they went to a bunch of like uh, big game studios and were like, "Hey, if Sony ever offers to buy you guys out, come to us and we'll triple it." Jesus. So it's like, so yeah. let, 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 let's say they went over to like some game studio and they said, we'll offer you $8 million to buy you. All right, we're going to come back. You triple that $8 million. It's $24 million right there. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to buy Alex's kitchen so he can't use it without my 
No unfair. Oh man. So yeah, as much as like uh, what I mean, it's kind of like what Disney's doing in the when it comes to the movie market and entertainment and stuff Basically, like that. Yeah. And it's it's uh, every movie is Disney. Every like they they have Fox, they've got Marvel. There's just so much that encompasses just Fox in general and stuff like that, and it's just man. So they already had like uh, ABC as well. I don't know. Did they buy it or a partnership? I don't remember. I thought they bought it. Oh, wait, wait, what? Sorry, you cut out there for a second. Oh, ABC? Uh, Disney? Does Disney own ABC, or are they partnered with ABC? I'm not sure. Let me look it up quick. I don't remember. I know they do whenever there's, like, a big gaming thing. Or not gaming thing. Well, they're big, uh, like, sports thing. So, yeah, they know they like to put out trailers for that. I think, wasn't that where they put out some of the uh, trailers for... Yeah, they own uh, ABC. They own ESPN, ABC, Lifetime... History, A and E, and FX. I did not know that they owned all of those. And according to Tiny Bubbles, Hulu, Hulu as well. Well, fuck. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So basically, it's like I don't want to say that Microsoft's pulling a Disney of video games, but they kind of are a little bit. They are. So. Here's that. See if uh, any other big transaction happens in the next. Obviously, this like like I think we said when they bought Bethesda that they have uh, that uh, the, that kind of deal doesn't happen overnight. There's not just like someone puts a number on the table and they say yes. No, there's a ton of negotiations that happen and it takes a lot of time. Which one? You talking about that one or that one? <laughs> He hit his webcam, guys. <laughs> oh boy, he's gone. We don't. We've lost him. We lost him to the void. <laughs> you know, bacon. You might. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think you killed him. Damn. My God, I've killed him. <laughs> Surprise. Allie, you doing okay over there? If you can hear me, knock once. All for a pumpkin, indeed. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah uh so do i end the podcast here or are we did we just keep going i don't really know how's it going with you guys tonight oh hey i'm back hey he's back <laughs> I put my headphones on there's probably really bad echo right now nah all right you good? Good. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> All that for a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here he is. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a fun clip. We'll oh. be. <laughs> pumpkin fell now. Slap the bacon kills out. Uh, kills uh, Tom Cruise. Can't lose. 
destroys him all for a pumpkin. <laughs> 10 out of 10, worth it. All right. Well, that's an hour and 40 minutes. I said that's good. That might be a good place to stop. How about you? Oh, that's, an, uh, that, that's what we're going to end on. Hell yeah, we're going to end on that. Okay. Look, before you came back, I was just like, so do I end it? Do I just, just <laughs> do I just leave here or do I just keep trying to extend it and hope to God he just comes back? Or am I just going to be like, hey, this, that, that's it. That, that's what we're going with. And now uh, I'm just going to say, let's call it because I got nothing else to talk about. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. We <laughs> somehow have been going on for an hour and 40 minutes. Look, it happens. An extra Joker amiibo. I mean, if 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 Al does one, I'll take it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that is going to be it for that's just gamer talk. So, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. It, it happens every week. Tom Cruise can't lose. Where can I find you if they want to see more of your content? Right here on Twitch, sir. Nice. Just finished up the uh, Legend of Creep. Right. Yeah, we we should be starting uh Pokemon Heart Gold, I think it is in this next in the next couple of days. Oh, you picked Heart Gold now. I think I think I last think time last time I told I I asked I asked you you think you were thinking Emerald. I think we, yeah we were thinking Emerald. I'm not I'm not entirely sure at this point. Either way, it's gonna um, be Pokemon Pokemon Randomizer will be next is what I'm hearing. Yep, gonna be a lot of fun. Nice. So uh, Jack gets the name Pokemon, right? Yep. There you go. Uh, that'll be fun. Every Sunday night, right? Sunday at like 6, six o'clock. Every Sunday. We might also start to do Mondays now, which is fun. Ooh. Nice. So, yeah. 